plan uh, at the Jefferson Parish level will include uh, general guidance, uh, industry-specific guidance, and a phasing. And I imagine that phasing is going to be tailored to match up with the state. We want to make sure that everyone is working in accord uh, with one another. Um, but that that is what our businesses are seeking. They're, they're looking for that information. They're looking for the new rules to play by, uh, so to speak. Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by JEDCO, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. We're back with our first Jefferson Parish Pulse episode of season two, and things look very different from the last time we released episodes. We're currently in the midst of a global pandemic that has had a grave and deeply detrimental impact on the health of our residents and our economy. These are challenging times. In the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, JEDCO has been hard at work to provide our businesses with resources, information, and guidance to minimize business disruption and support a safe and efficient reopening of the economy. Keeping in line with our goals to inform and guide, we will be interviewing business owners, elected officials, industry leaders, health experts, and more to keep you, our listeners, informed and engaged. To launch season two, I spoke with JEDCO president and CEO, Jerry Bologna, my boss, about JEDCO's response to the COVID-19 crisis, what he's been hearing from the local business community, and what can be expected as we roll out Jefferson Parish's comprehensive back-to-business plan to reopen the economy safely. Good morning, Jerry. Thank you so much for being on the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, these are difficult times. So first and foremost, how are you doing? How are your loved ones doing? Well, the family is healthy. Our JEDCO staff is healthy. Um, so we're, we're certainly blessed to be able to say that. And we're just busy uh, trying to keep our businesses healthy now. Absolutely. Obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic has been detrimental to the health of our residents and the health of our economy. This is a really difficult and unprecedented time. What are you hearing from businesses? Well, I think businesses share the concerns of of everyone, and that is, first and foremost, uh, we need to protect the health of our our citizens and our residents in Jefferson Parish. And for businesses, that goes for protecting their employees as well as as their customers. With that being said, um, shopping, Uh, centers being closed and retail establishments being closed and restaurants being closed uh, is having a detrimental impact on our economy, uh, especially as it relates to sales tax collections and sustaining government going forward. Uh, There are lots of things that 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 entails. So um, businesses are are concerned. They're concerned for the health of our um, area, but also for the sustainability of their businesses and their livelihoods and being able to protect that. So I think businesses are, are itching to get back. They were, they were hoping to get some, uh, some good news at the beginning of the month. It looks like that'll be postponed a little. Um, but I think businesses are ready to take the precautions they need to take, uh, to take the guidance that's being issued and, and be ready when the day comes that they're given the green light uh, so that they can operate in a safe and effective uh, way going forward. 
Absolutely. Um, and we are, like you said, ready to get back to work in Jefferson Parish. You're currently leading the Business Resilience and Economic Development Task Force for Jefferson Parish, and you serve on the Governor's Economic and Community Development Resiliency Committee. A lot of mouthful. <laughs> um, so JEDCO has been really hard at work developing a comprehensive back to business plan to safely reopen the Jefferson Parish economy. And I know you're bringing that information to the governor and to the region as well. So can you talk about what it will look like to get back to business? Well, there's a lot of work to be done at the state local uh, level as well. Uh, JEDCO was hard at work even before uh, any of these task forces were, were established, the JEDCO staff was already at work uh, developing a Jefferson-specific plan, uh, and we're very proud of that, and we're ready to um, unveil that to the public. Uh, that plan uh, at the Jefferson Parish level will include uh, general guidance, uh, industry-specific guidance, and a phasing, and I imagine that phasing is going to be tailored to match up with the state. We want to make sure that everyone is working in accord uh, with one another. Um, but that, that is what our businesses are seeking. They're, they're looking for that information. They're looking for the new rules to play by, uh, so to speak, and uh, so that they can uh, jumpstart their businesses and, and know what precautions they need to take, what uh, personal protective equipment they might need, uh, to operate, what types of occupancy levels might need to be maintained, uh, just how to how to operate in what I'm I'm terming the next normal, not the new normal, but the next normal because it seems to shift uh, pretty much every day. And so, at the same time, we've been working with our partners at Greater New Orleans Inc. Uh, on the kind of their regional approach uh, to opening business because there's no doubt that this is best done uh, with everyone in in participation. Uh, and then finally, as you mentioned, uh, I'm sitting on the governor's task force uh, as well. And um, our hope is that those, all three of those levels are aligned, state, regional, and local level. And, and I think one of the things that is so exciting about the plan that we are working on, and I, I think the same goes for many of these other plans as well, but um, I've been privileged to, to be able to work on this plan alongside the JEDCO team. And it's been really exciting to see how much feedback and input we are getting from industry leaders and medical experts and the parish council. I mean, it's a very comprehensive plan. Yes, it's been a great exercise for us at JEDCO because as I mentioned, the staff was hard at work at this, but in the process now, we have brought in the parish president, we have brought in the council, we have brought in our three hospitals, Oshner, LCMC, and East Jefferson. Uh, they've all helped inform that plan. We've reached out to industry associations, the Louisiana Restaurant Association, um, child care groups, uh, different retailers, uh, all trying to make sure that we have the most comprehensive look at this and that uh, when we when we ready, when we're ready to roll this out, it's it's in good shape, and people know the clear, established rules to play by, uh, and I think that's going to make it easier for everyone as we restart this economy. In addition to the back to business plan, Jedco has been a major player in the COVID nineteen business response basically since since day one. When we started seeing cases here in Louisiana, Jedco jumped into action. Let's talk about our response to the pandemic and some of the offerings that we've provided to our local businesses up to this point. Well, uh, 
unfortunately, we know from experience being uh, Hurricane Katrina and Rita and the BP oil spill, we've dealt with um, many adversities in the past. And we know that um, given that experience, one of the things businesses are most in need of is accurate and timely information. Um, so we knew that was going to be our charge from, from day one was to make sure our businesses were aware of what resources were out there as those resources were changing on a daily basis, uh, updating our information. Uh, so we did a couple of things at the outset. One, uh, as businesses started um, closing and restaurants started operating differently and retailers started operating differently, uh, we, we started up our website, which uh, was a posting page for businesses to uh, show their modified hours or modified operations. Uh, we began surveying our companies right away, trying to understand what their needs were at this time. Uh, we, again, given our previous um, experience, knew that loans were not um, going to be the answer to this as businesses are shut down for operations. So we were one of the first organizations to start advocating for forgivable loans or, or grants. Um, and brought that effort to uh, the federal level, uh, along with Greater New Orleans, Inc. And, um, you know, just compiling information, information that's out there, but was very fragmented in terms of uh, developing lists of all the SBA lenders in Jefferson Parish, uh, where companies could go apply for these forgivable the, um, PPP loans, for example. Um, getting that information out there, hosting webinars, uh, as the CARES Act was passed, we hope we're able to host one of the first webinars uh, with over 1,200 participants trying to uh, wade through that legislation and see what it means uh, for our companies and how uh, they could take advantage of that legislation. So for us, it's been a constant effort of uh, what does this day bring and what can we bring to the business community in terms of that information and even anticipating uh, information that's yet to come out and being ready to decipher that information uh, as it comes available. And, and I, I just want to talk a little bit about the JEDCO team. Obviously, I'm a part of the JEDCO team, but this is, and, and, you know, this is not meant to toot our own horns in any way. But um, as you had mentioned earlier, we are no strangers to crisis. And really, this is my first this is my first foray into that because when Hurricane Katrina hit, I was just starting college at Syracuse University. And um, during the BP oil spill, I was a reporter. So it's very different, uh, very different to be on this side of things. But I've just been so impressed with, with our team. It's, it's like a well-oiled machine seeing how we respond to crisis. Can you talk a little bit about the JEDCO team? Well, first of all, thanks for reminding me how old I am, uh, because I've been around for most of those uh, those disasters. But uh, I say it all the time. I tell anyone who will listen, um, the JEDCO team is a team of professionals that is certainly mission-driven. And I think everyone on our team understands what our mission is um, and how that plays into the economy of Jefferson Parish and, and the state of Louisiana as a whole. And so our, our team doesn't need a whole lot of direction. They, uh, it's a team full of self-starters, a team that wants to make their mark, wants, to, wants businesses to know uh, that we're here for them and, uh, and proactively just reaches out. We have um, contacts all throughout the parish and state and, 
um, we, we've just been utilizing those. And, and it makes me extremely proud as the head of the organization to know um, that everyone is rowing in the same direction and everyone has the, the betterment of this community at, at heart. That's, it's really exciting for me. Absolutely. And I think I speak for a lot of people on our staff when I say how proud we are to be a part of this team, just to see the work that is coming out and, and the impact that we are having on our community and the help that we're providing to businesses. It really is um, so rewarding to be able to, to, to talk with businesses and provide them assistance, especially during this time when they just need someone to hear them and help them. So, so we are certainly proud of that. Um, let's talk a little bit about the pandemic and if this event uh, changes how we respond to crisis or does it just affirm that we know what we're doing here? <laughs> well, I think we learn from, we've learned from every situation. Everyone is unique. Everyone has a different twist um, on it and you kind of learn something new from, from every one uh, of those tragedies or, or um, occurrences. So we're going to continue to tweak our plan. Even at Jetco, we continue to get ready uh, for things. Uh, I can tell you one thing that worked very well for us, um, and it's something we did learn from previous occurrences, is, is being able to work remotely and having our systems established remotely uh, so that our entire team could immediately start working remotely. That worked very well for us. And I think many businesses um, have seen that as well. Um, I think going forward, you're going to see some changes in, in the marketplace. Uh, I think um, many businesses who were probably hesitant to work remotely in the past have seen that it works well on platforms like Zoom and, and others. Um, and they're, they, they may be not so quick to take on the overhead of, of leasing more office space when they can, um, when they can work remotely. Uh, that may be one, you know, one of the changes that comes out of this. Um, but I think we, you know, I, I have, I see this from both sides. I think there are people that um, are going to be anxious to get back to work and they know that it's going to be different and they're going to incorporate those changes into their lifestyle, whether it's the way we greet people, the, uh, the way we distance from one another. Uh, there are certainly those things that people are going to be mindful of. On the flip side, I think people tend to have short memories also. And so it'll, be, it'll bear some watching as we get further away from this pandemic uh, whether or not people return to their old habits or or continue to put into practice some of the uh, safeguards that that we see ourselves practicing right now. Absolutely. And you mentioned that we are all um, working remotely here at Jedco. Um, obviously, this podcast is a little bit of a different setup than we typically would do, which would be face to face. We're doing it over Zoom right now. And I've got a 90 pound Great Pyrenees like locked up in another room. My husband's on the porch doing work. So um, it's definitely different. I don't say that I mind it. I, I think it's, it's nice, but um, you know, it's, it, it is different. So with that in mind, what is your pro tip for working from home? Well, I think like many other people, my, uh, my saving grace has been waking up every morning and staying in a, a good habit, waking up at the same time, uh, having my coffee and then starting, starting the day and not, um, not waiting around. 
Um, I actually find myself being much more productive uh, working at home because um, I, I failed to see while I was in the thick of it how many meetings I attend during the day. Mm -hmm. um, so with all of those meetings um, either being held uh, online uh, or not being held, um, I have cut down on travel time. I've cut down on uh, time out of the office. Uh, so I find myself much more responsive to my emails, responding much quicker uh, to emails and phone calls because I'm I'm in one place at one time and, and it's easy to, you know, to respond more quickly that way. Uh, but that's, you know, that, that's been my, uh, my best tip is to just stay in that routine, stay in that good routine and, and also take, take a few minutes out of the day, whether it's for, for lunch or, or putting the pen down at five o'clock and, and trying to relax uh, for a little bit. And then uh, I typically find myself back at work for about seven or 8 PM and <laughs> until 11 or, or 12, mm -hmm. but I would encourage <laughs> others not to do that. Yeah. It's the crazy times <laughs> where you're kind of working around the clock, especially you in the role that you are in is just kind of 24 seven, right? <laughs> That's it. One of the things I've been talking with some different businesses through this podcast and just, and just in other ways as we're launching like small business spotlight and workplace Wednesdays and, and things like that. Um, and we're hearing from a lot of businesses that are, that are pivoting um, and, and sort of switching gears a little bit here to both keep their operations moving, but also to support the community. Um, can you speak a little bit about that and, and kind of what it means for you to be seeing that? Well, it's the American way. And I think it's the nature of an entrepreneur um, to find their own path. And um, in times that are difficult, they, they are forced to make those decisions, but some of them are able to do it very effectively. It's one of the things though that, that first brought me to the field of economic development is, is seeing the ingenuity and innovation of people here at the local level. Uh, the, the, the way that they handle their businesses and they adapt and, and rearrange and try and take advantage of um, the situation that's placed before them. And again, that's, that's the American way. And, and it's always pleasing to see our businesses here locally uh, take advantage of that. And we've had a number of, of instances of that, and it's been great to watch. What do you miss the most about the way things were before all of this happened? The old days, as we'll call I, it now, I guess. I, I miss seeing, seeing the people face to face. I'm one of those communicators, um, even in the office, if I have something to say to someone in the office, I typically get up from my chair and, and walk into their office because I want to speak face to face. So that's been something that I've missed, um, just getting, getting together with friends and having those social uh, outings. Uh, but what I will say, one of the things that I have enjoyed is hosting our, our staff meetings remotely, being able to see everyone's uh, children and pets. Uh, we, we usually have a chorus of barks and, and cries during the staff meeting, and it's, it's actually something beautiful to experience, to be able to bring those families uh, into the Jedco family. 
I love that. And I will say that my dog is among the chorus of barks, might actually be the full chorus of barks. <laughs> Your dog is definitely the loudest of the barkers. <laughs> well, he's got 90 pounds of bulk behind that bark. So, <laughs> um, like I said earlier, I think the, the business community is really eager to hear from experts um, and, and people like, like you and people at Jedco. What message do you want to send to the business community right now? I think uh, the message I have, which is a really hard one to deliver, is thank you for your patience and please be patient just a little bit longer. Um, nobody wanted to get this economy started more than, than me on, on the first of the month and it seemed like everything was leaning that way. Um, and I know the parish president was ready and the council was ready and JEDCO was ready. Um, but we, you know, we're going to follow the governor's advice. We want to do this as a community um, to protect everyone's health. So, um, you know, we, we urge more patience. Our commitment to the business community is we're here for you. Uh, we're going to continue to deliver our resources. We're going to continue to deliver our programs. We're going to look for new ways and innovative ways to continue to deliver those services. Um, and we want to protect the, the health of all of our our businesses. Uh, we want to protect this economy and that's that's our mission at JEDCO. So be patient, reach out to us if you need something. Uh, we will do everything in our power to help you. And I know the um, the elected officials on the council and the, and the administration uh, are committing to the same thing. Well, Jerry, I, I just appreciate your time. I know you are really busy with a lot going on. So, so thank you so much for for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the show. And I think we'll probably have you back on in a couple of weeks once we fully roll out that plan and know what the phasing is going to look like for our businesses. Um, so I think people are, are, of course, eager to hear about that too. And, you know, as you mentioned, we are following, you know, the governor's phasing. So, so once that plan is in place, folks will know and we'll get you back on here. So thank you. And, and thank you for all that you do for JEDCO and the business community in Jefferson. Thanks, Jerry. A special thanks to Jerry for taking time out of his busy schedule to be on the show. His thoughtful responses to my questions were so appreciated. If this is your first time tuning into the show, there are plenty more episodes where this one came from. The first season of the Jefferson Parish Pulse was released late last year. That's 10 episodes with interviews from local manufacturers who have helped to make this area a hub for business and innovation. We share links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news and on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development. You can also visit our website at www.jedco.org. Our episodes will be released on Thursdays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you stream your favorite podcasts. If you like our show, feel free to leave us a rating or review. Those reviews help others find our show and listen in. And of course, if you have feedback about the show, or if you'd like to recommend a guest, we want to hear from you. Please email me at kscram at jedco.org. These are challenging and frankly, scary times, but this community is incredibly resilient. We've faced challenging times before. We know what it is to overcome those challenges, to defy the odds to come back stronger, wiser, and ready. JEDCO has been there for the challenges. We've been there for the comebacks. We'll be there for your business today and every day. We are all in this together and you can count on us for support. 
As always, thank you so, so much for listening. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we'll see you back here next week.